hear sirens. Wait, I think I see one behind me. I ain't tripping, baby, money got me. Uh. And fuck the police, fuck the feds too. I ain't jumping in that jumpsuit. A one, two, I'm on a one, two. Check me out. I fuck around and check you. Respect, dude. Pay yours, nigga. Mine's under the seat by my feet. Wait, yours, nigga. Too much horse liquor, huh? Too much pressure, too much force, too much money. You never heard that before. Shit. And we stop the snitches at the door. Cut that tail off the rat, he won't rat no more. That's right. Get trapped fucking with my cheese. Keep shooting till I burn my sleeve, nigga. Please, these boys is G's Representing New Orleans like a Floyd leash. What you know about it? We more than thieves Steal from the rich so the poor can eat Niggas You are up. now tuned into K-100 Radio Hip-Hop and R&B Oh yeah What's happening everybody? Welcome, 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 welcome K100radio.com. It's time for another MICC Music Industry Conference call. You know what it is. Hit us up. Follow us on social media. We're ready to go. Y'all ready? Oh, yeah. We got the host Mugs a Million in the building. Mugs, what's going on, brother? What up, what up, brother? You already know. Trying to keep it 100 with these folks. Get them up on this music business. That's right. And this is what we're here to talk about. This is the Music Industry Conference call. This is our third what? round, man. This, this is our third round. We're really excited. This thing is really growing. Uh, the buzz is out there. People are talking about how informative it is. If you haven't heard the other ones, make sure you go check them out on our SoundCloud, K100 Radio SoundCloud. Just go to SoundCloud.com slash K100 Radio. If you miss those, trust me, it's a great listen. You really want to go back and check those out. And tonight we got some special guests. Tell them about our lineup tonight, man. Who we checking in with tonight, Mugs? Man, we got, man, I know everybody in the music industry and I heard of a PRO. If you haven't, that's your BMI, ASCAP, and CSAC. So we got officially, man, the um, Associate Director of Writer-Publisher Relationships with the CSAC Atlanta office. My man Greg Smith checking in tonight. True. And then um, and one of the most powerful brands, especially out of the South, man, um, major indie label. At the same time, man, UGK Records, man, we got the vice president of UGK Records, Byron Amos, checking in also tonight, man. So um, it's going to be a pretty good, real good call, man, especially all my indie artists is checking in. Um, songwriters and all of that, man. You know, we got some A&R going on. Never know what UGK records might be looking for. And for all y'all that's just, you know, been under a rock your whole career and still haven't figured out the importance of a performance rights organization and what the PRO and all that stuff, how they really work and how they collect money on your behalf. My man's G. Smith with CSEC, man. I'm going to make sure he gets the... Um, break all that down to y'all tonight man so yeah it's gonna be a dope call for real though yeah i got a couple questions for him uh i know one we'll, we'll, we'll talk about him when he gets here but i got a couple questions with him especially about uh you know the difference between csac and ascap and bmi you know what i'm saying is there is there really yeah, a, is there exactly. really a difference um you know you got some that swear by one and some that swear by the other so really get an inside look about you know what's the difference between them because a lot of people is like well don't they yeah. all do the same thing they all collect money yeah but you know 
is Apple the same as Microsoft? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Exactly, they they man. both, you know, exactly. make computers and they both make software and they, you know, but, it, you know, is T-Mobile the same as Verizon? I don't know. So it's, uh, that's mainly what I really want to, yeah. you know, um, dive into with him. You know what I'm saying? Because for me, that's going to be informative. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, it's going to be informative for me because I've yeah, always been like, what's the be difference? a good look, man, because, yeah. um, like you said, people don't really understand that there is a difference or like you said some people might beg to differ that it's a difference at all yes you know what I mean? that's what so i'm saying that's the debate i'm definitely had. finna hear from the horses yeah tonight man and find out for sure the big difference i know because i i, I think yes sir yes sir I've, I've had numerous debates about it like before this years before this was even a thought in my brain about even doing this you know what i'm saying and i've i've yeah, sat at, yeah. i've sat at music panels and really and literally seen people from I, I was at the panel once long ago, and it was a representative from each one of them on the panel, and I still left with questions. Yeah. I still left with questions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess. I'm going to yeah. see if I can find out the I mean, answers. it's one of them complex things, man. You know, it's kind of one of them how sweet you like your Kool-Aid kind of things. You know what I mean? What's too sweet and what's, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, you know, I, I, I'm i I'm a C-Sec advocate, you know what I mean? So, I'm... I'm partially biased when it come down to it, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. He said, been holding me down, been collecting some some good bread on my behalf, man. So, hey, I'm, I'm happy where I'm there with him. And I'm with ASCAP. And, you know what I'm saying? I've been with them since I started. And I've got some checks. They, I, yeah. uh, I've got some checks. <laughs> yeah. You got what I'm saying. I've so, you know, checks. hey, so that's, that's, each I, his own, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? Know. It's all to the good. We're going to find out. But what else you got lined up? What else uh, is lined up for the discussion also besides uh, our two guests? What else did you have lined up? Um, I mean, you know, I just kind of want to top game with the with the people myself too, man, and back and forth with you, man. You know, like I said, I just want to continue to stretch the people not getting comfortable, you know, kind of touching back on that post you had did a while back. We kind of touched on it a little bit um, on the last call, man, last month. But, you know, just trying not to get, you know, making sure artists, um, especially the artists, man. I try not to get too comfortable, man, and, and settling for just being an artist, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this this, this grind out here, man, this music industry, dog, is full of plenty of ways to make money, man. You know what I mean? Like, one of the things that I break it down to people, the scenario that I give folks all the time, man, is if you take a, a album, right, you take an album, and the, you know the album booklet when people was buying actual albums though uh-huh. and you take that booklet man the artist is on the front of the cover you know what i'm saying they getting the all the praise and, and they you know what i mean they on the front of the cover they on blast with it you know getting their sign on but then you flip on the other side of that cover and there's plenty of names on that other side of that cover in them credits you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah plenty of names engineers producers and artists creative director, this, that, this, that, you know what I mean, songwriters, all of those people right there, everybody from the person that took the picture, other artists, to the print company that printed up the CDs and the, the insert, those producers on engineers, all of those people right there, man, they pretty much guaranteed to make money in this industry. Yeah. The artist is taking a chance, man. He might see some money and he might not. You know what I'm saying? So try your best, man. Even if you're going to continue to pursue being an artist, try your best, man, to start dabbling in some of those other roles on the back of that CD. 
You know what I'm saying? Become one of those names on the inside of that credit, man. A lot of times those artists, especially if you sign with a major, man, they're not even in control of writing and putting the production together for their songs, man. So they, you know what I mean? Like they really getting the short end of the stick, man. You know, and, and it's more than one way to approach this industry and get to the same place, man. You know what I'm saying? Diddy can be an artist now if he want to be an artist, but Diddy didn't come straight through the door taking the artist approach, man. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of people think they good at being an artist, and they might be good at being an artist, but another thing one of my mentors told me along the way, a long time ago, was you got to find what you're great at, though. You're going to be good at a lot of stuff all the time. You know what I'm saying? But you got to find what you're great at, man. Michael Jordan was good at basketball, at baseball, but he was great at basketball. You see what I'm saying? And you see the difference, man. We don't, they never highlight his baseball career like that. You know what I'm saying? Because he was just good at it. So a lot of artists is settling for just being good as an artist, but really they probably got a mouthpiece out of this world and can put their little homie on as an artist more so than they can put their cell phone. Yeah, you know what I mean. True. Very true. So you know, you know, you might be slick with the pen, and coming up with dope, dope lyrics and dope melodies or whatever the case may be. But your delivery might not be there. Your swag might not be there. So you got this hot song, but you don't know how to make it hot. You see what I'm saying? And so you know, you might be better off being a songwriter, man. Like it's not about. Always about being in that limelight, man. So many people just want to be famous in this industry these days. And I just want more people, man, especially us, man. My urban cats, my rap cats, especially my rap cats, dog. It shouldn't be five, six, seven, eight of y'all on stage when only one of y'all really the artist. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all need to be in my crowd, put passing out my, my merchandise, man. Somewhere setting up shop, selling my merchandise. You know what I'm saying? Because people are only in tune to you those few moments you on that stage. The time you get off of that stage, those people that was bobbing their head to your music, if you didn't put that CD in their hand during that time, guess what? They don't forget which song was yours by the end of the night, by the end of that cup, by the end of that blunt. You know what I'm saying? It's over with. So, you know what I mean? Like... People got to start formulating their teams, man. Like, I come from being on the artist side of it to the songwriter side. Now I'm more so on this consulting and, and talent management side of it all. So I take from being an artist and a songwriter, and I put that into my management and my consulting situations, you know what I mean? And, and I try to be honest with artists and be honest with the creators of it, man. And, and that's what more people really need to do is just be honest with yourself. Honest with your career, man, and honest with the people that's around you. If you're just doing it for fun, then that's cool. You know what I mean? That's you. But at the same time, I'm speaking on behalf of the people that's not doing it for fun, that's really trying to make a living and a career out of it. And I say this, and I'm not trying to say it harshly, but it might come off harshly, but, man, get out the way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's not uh, it, it, that's it, not harsh. That's just the that's just the that's just the facts. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know, a lot of yeah, people don't man, understand like, that. Get out the way, seriously, because they make it harder for those ones that's really trying to get in and trying to do it the right way. You know what I'm saying? The lane is so clogged up, and then the, the industry that became so oversaturated with non-professionals 
it make it hard for the music professionals that's really trying to get it in, man. Exactly. I think that uh, uh, if you want to highlight us real quick, because we got the callers. I mean, we got the guests coming up. Uh, I think uh, Greg Smith is uh, scheduled in about another 10 minutes. And uh, Byron Amos yeah. is about 9.15. But if you want to hit us up, 347-934-0966. Hit the phone lines up. Press the number one on the keypad if you want us to come to your phone line. If you got a question you want to throw out there or highlight us about a topic you want to throw out there before we get to the uh, guest. Because we still got about 10 minutes before they hit the phone lines. Uh, I see a couple people on the phones. Yeah. So if you're on the phone lines right now, press the number one. Yeah. Let me know. I'll come to your phone line if yeah. you got a question for us. Again, 347-934-0966. That's the number to dial into the show. K1Radio.com. That's where you can hear us live on the internet. Also, if you want to go take us on the go, you can go to K1Radio.com and get really quick links to download our free mobile app. In the App Store, also in Google Play for your Android phones. We're also tuning in radio. Just search K100 Radio. Now, a lot of things that um, Muggs just said, uh, he was right on point with. And I, I know you remember the post that I made not too long ago about, you know, this, this, this. Yeah. Is, we're, we're, we're both, we're both, we're, you're living, you're, right now you're listening to proof of not being afraid to try something else and, and not just focus on one thing. Because as, as, mm-hmm. as he said, he's an artist. He came into the game. I came into the game as an artist myself. and But, but we've both. Uh, we're both people who said, "Look, this is we're more than just this." You know what I'm saying? And if this isn't working, it's not that we don't love this. It's not that we may not even be good at this. It's gonna be people. Exactly. It's people listening right now that 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 are good artists. You know what I'm saying? You, you know that they are dope. You know what I'm saying? But it's just not their time, or maybe the universe isn't meant for them to be that. You know what I'm saying? That great, or or, or be yeah. in that in that in that uh, seat in that chair. That's going to help him take off on another level in the entertainment industry. You know what I'm saying? And um, I can honestly tell you guys, you know what I'm saying? If you ask most people about my career as an artist, they'll tell you he was great. I was a great artist. But at the same time, right now, I've got the most notoriety and the most work done. And I've been more effective as running K100 Radio. So people have to understand that. So as an artist, I'm not telling any artist right now listening to, to stop being an artist because I I still exactly. create music you know what I'm saying but what we're trying to tell you is please please exactly. understand that try to hone something else especially um I tell artists all the time my my number one thing to the artist is if you can if if you can if you're melodic if you really can have the technical aptitude to get into the production side that that alone will yeah. just enhance your creativity it did wonders for me to be able to learn how to do tracks because once I learned how to be a producer and learn how to work the gear, learned about sequencing, learned about beats, loops, everything, it just took my writing as an artist to a whole nother level because yeah. I understood from the other side of the seat what to hear and what to listen for. You know what I'm saying? So if, if, if even if it's yeah. about you, you want to really be an artist, if you want to be the best, or if Michael Jordan wants to be the best he can be the best shooter ever, but he still had to learn how to play great defense. He still had to learn how to hone Come his peripheral now. vision to, to be able to dish the ball off, to know when to take that jump and to know Come when to now. dish it off. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, and great artists Rip make up. people around them great. Michael Jordan was great, but he made Scottie Pippen greater. Scottie Pippen was a good Come player, but now. he made Scottie Pippen great. You're going to make your team and everybody else around you even better if you're an artist, if you're a leader. You know what I'm saying? So you can't be scared to branch out. And do other things, and, and I just, I just, I'm really big on telling artists when you're sitting in the studio for hours with a producer, if you if you're privileged enough to have studio access, and you're sitting there for hours, if only thing you're doing is sitting around smoking a blunt, drinking lean and shit, and just waiting for the beat to get done so you can go in the booth, or and, and these guys are sitting here working right in front of you, and you're not soaking up none of that game, that's completely crazy to mm. me. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, why why, why would you yeah. not lean over his shoulder and be like, man, how you do that? Whatever. Even if you don't become yeah. the next, you know, the next best DJ premiere or whoever you like, a boom man. It don't matter. Whoever you like, whoever you like as a producer, you should at least be soaking yeah. up the knowledge of how he's doing that. In, in, in case for for just... For instance, if you guys somehow fall out or whatever, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, you know, you can still understand and learn what they were able to do and see how they did it and, and, and got that creative vibe. And you want to be able to take that and go somewhere yeah. else with it. You don't want to go into the studio. Every studio you go in, you don't even know how to turn on the damn mixing board. You don't even know how to, you don't even Come know what the Pro Tools icon hey. is on the Mac. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't so, so, so that's how your music, that's how you, that's how your music can get stolen. Like, I tell artists all the time. There's no reason for you to sit in studio session after studio session after studio session and you don't understand basic terminology when it comes down to if I say bounce it down or if I say burn the session to a disc. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like <laughs> yeah. like if you don't even understand yeah. that and you've been doing this for years but you don't even know how to right. save your own Pro 2 files yeah. and back it up on a DVD to make sure the engineer ain't copying time. this shit, tucking it off in another folder yeah. to bootleg it. Real you know time. what I'm saying? You ain't watching that. You don't know what's going on on that computer Come screen, but you've been doing this for four or five years, and you've been in how many studio sessions? Yeah. That's utterly ridiculous. Yeah. It's not about it's not about yeah, losing focus man. as an artist. It's not about losing focus as an artist. It's not about you know trying to you know. Some people say, man, if you're gonna be an artist, just be an artist and let everybody and listen. Yeah, that's one thing, but you might be you you can't be stupid. You can't be clueless in all aspects of the exactly. game. You need to have a little bit of knowledge about everything. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? If you don't know what. If you don't know how to fill out your own publishing sheet, it's gonna be real easy for somebody to give you a ten-page contract. Come on, man! And you don't know, Come and, on, man. and you end up selling That's ten million I'm records, saying. and you get a hundred yeah. and you get a hundred dollars out of that shit. That's what happens yeah. when you're not paying attention. That's what happens, bro. Yeah, so that's, that's what it's all talk, about. Man. You know, we really want to make sure that real you guys understand that the MIC, uh, the music industry conference call, is about educating. But I, I think before we get into the guests, and they should be on the line in a second here. Uh, again, 347-934-0966 And make sure you press the number one on the keypad Because I see people on the phone lines But you guys hit the number one If you got a question or you want me to come to the phone line Just press number one on your keypad I'll come to you But listen, the, the whole point that I'm trying to get at right now And I think just really reiterating what Mug said is If you're an artist or if you're a producer Whatever aspect of the game you're in in the music industry It yeah. will behoove you to understand and be knowledgeable About other aspects of the music industry uh, The craft we, we, we want you to understand the business, yeah. but I'm telling artists to understand the craft of production. Hell, sit around and understand. Uh, if you if you got a DJ, hell, learn a little bit about Serato. Understand why they get pissed the fuck off when you come in yeah. there and your damn song on the thumb drive and you got 20 songs on it. You know what I'm saying? Try it one night. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Sit up there and see how much of a hassle that is when you come up ill-prepared trying to get a DJ to spin your shit. And then, then you'll see the exactly. headache. You'll understand why DJs and radio people like myself get pissed the fuck off. When you send us a song titled Track 01 underscore Mix 2 as an MP3 oh, and it's not tagged oh, right, you'll man. understand how aggravating that is and you'll understand why, if you want to be a professional, <laughs> why you need to name the goddamn MP3. If you understood yeah. what it's like being a DJ, if you understood what it's like to have to file search, then you would understand how ridiculous it is for you to actually send a song out labeled that. Three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. Because it's completely ridiculous. Uh, I got a call on the line real quick. Eight one three four seven six. Welcome to uh, the MICC on K one hundred Radio, hosted by Mugs a Million. What's going on? Eight one three four seven six. You on the air? Peace and blessings. What up? It's the Blinking DJ. I am. I just wanted to jump on the line and say that I've been enjoying the conversation, and I appreciate the knowledge and wisdom that you're sharing with us. I think it's excellent. 
Thank you very yeah, much. We appreciate you, my brother. Shout yes, out sir. to the Blinking. Of course, the Blinking yes, is sir. one of the DJs over here at K100 Radio. You can catch the Blinking live, DJ IM, every Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m., man. Make sure you check in with him. Very dope. You know what I'm saying? Helen from the NYC, but down in Tampa right now, doing big things and putting in work. Let me ask you something real Thank quick. You, uh, DJ IM, well, I got you on the line because I know you've been, you've been doing this for years. Can you just tell artists? That's listening on the line as a DJ who really breaks records, who really does events, and not just clubs. We talking about I see DJ I am uh, DJing at golf courses and, sh- and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Places yeah. that you know what I'm saying. You know bar mitzvahs. I don't know where he's gonna be at next. You know what I'm saying? Not just in the club. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, listen, give me give me one thing real quick while you're on the line for the artist that will quickly tell you I'm not. I don't want to deal with this artist. You know, if it's something uh, the the absolute wrong way to approach a DJ like yourself. Well, I will tell you that just to throw your, your music up on my page and be like, listen to me, I'm dope. That ain't going to get you heard. That ain't going to help your situation at all. Like, a lot of times for me, it's just a matter of your approach. Just be respectful. You know, I get a lot of music from a lot of different sources. And, you know, if you, if you want to be heard, it's all in how you conduct yourself. It's just like you would want to be heard if you approach a person in the street. You ain't just going to walk up to somebody and throw your your music at them and say, hey, listen to this. They're going to be like, what are you talking about? Who are you? Why are you putting something in my face? Like, there are, there's etiquette, you know. Yeah. Conduct yourself like a gentleman. Conduct yourself yeah. like a lady, you know. Go ahead and act respectfully. Don't just make assumptions that you got the hottest yeah. thing on the street. There's a lot of artists, a lot of music out there. And I would say this, you know, um... Really think about who you're sending your music to and what kind of music you do. Because, like you said, I do a, a lot of um, public events. And so, in public events, a public event ain't the same as a strip club event. And so, if you're sending me the rawest, all nothing but cursing every single line, I, I got nowhere I can even play your music. Right. Right? Yeah. The, the people who yeah. want to hear the music that I'm playing, they want... You got to give me something mainstream and something for the streets, you know, like, and then give me a chance yeah. to work it into the things that I'm doing. But if all you're sending me is street music, you're going to have a yeah, very man. limited number of places that I can play that. Right. Whereas if you send me something that's for the streets that I could throw on a mixtape or something uh, or on play on the radio, and then you also sending me something that I could play at, like you said, a, a country club or bar mitzvah, a corporate event, because they like hip hop too. I just can't have you calling a, a, the N-word or the B-word every sentence out of your mouth. Yeah, it's, exactly. That's real talk. I mean, listen, man. Listen, this is this is basic, and it's funny that it seems like we have to say this in 2016. But, I mean, I'm telling you guys that, that DJ I am, and I understand exactly what he's saying because... Listen, man, I just did an event not too long. Uh, the other day I did a live event, and I was interviewing people. And even with I just meet people randomly and generally on K100 Radio on the grind. And I have so many artists that tell me, what's up, man? I got my song ready. What I want to send it to you. I'm like, okay, give them the email. And what you need, clean or dirty? Clean or dirty? You're sending out your single to a radio station and you clean right. or dirty? How about clean, dirty, yeah. acapella, the instrumental, the whole joint, homie? Come on, man. Clean or dirty. I mean, you don't even have, listen, you don't even have a single if you don't have a radio version of it. You don't have a single. No, you don't. You, you don't have a single ready. Your single ain't ready 
if you don't even have a radio version. You should have <laughs> the acapellas. Yeah. You should have a DJ mix. If you got a if you got an elongated ass 30 second intro where you're talking and it's a skit in the front, you need to have the DJ mix version so it gets right to the point. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on now. It's 2016. Real, I understand that. It's 2016. It's a lot of Absolutely, man. Thank you, DJ. I appreciate it calling in, bro. All right. Thank you. All right. I appreciate you, yes, too, sir. Brother. Appreciate I, you, my man. Yes, sir. Right. Yeah, that's that's good. I'm, I'm glad that he, I'm glad that I am calling. Yeah. In. That was that right was on time. Good to game hear right it. there. Yeah, that from a DJ. Game right there. From a I DJ. And he's a DJ that's working. He's a DJ that has a following. Lots of mixtapes out. And he, again, like I'm, I'm not saying it because he's on the broad. He's on the broadcast because he's dope. You know what I'm saying? And because he's a grinder. Yeah. And I know for a fact that he DJs at corporate events. You know what I'm saying? You know, and like he said, yeah. Uh, he, he said it himself, you know, not to separate race or bring race into it, but he's like, you know, white people, corporate people, whatever you want to call that crowd that he happens to be in front of more often than uh, your, your local DJ who just DJs in the club. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, he's in, yeah. he's in front of a whole different audience. I mean, he's he's said it before himself on post and everything. He's like, yo, I got I get a lot of dope music that I can't play because you won't even have a, a, a version of that record. That you want to take, you want to be big, you want to be a star, you want to be on TV, you want to get all yeah. these big sponsorships, but your music isn't ready. And we're not saying yeah. you, we're not telling yeah. you to sell out, we're not telling you to be pop or go crossover. We're just telling you to clean up your mixes, bro. Just at least have a version that's that can go, to, that can go the that's distance. Real. I mean, man, come the on. biggest, the biggest shows that people will get, especially as an indie artist outside of like a real, real tour. You talking festivals? Or colleges and stuff like that, man. That stuff got to be clean, bro. They're yeah. not trying to let you at one of these, you know, Piedmont Park type events. Oh, and you no. got that kind of stuff no. that you're talking about on there. You know Music. what I mean? Like, no. so people got to be real, realistic, man. Like, you, you want to get outside of the hole in the wild clubs or just the nightclub vibe, man. You got to be that can cross over with with clean music, man. Like you said, it ain't about selling out. Still do what you do, but just you know what I mean? Exactly. Try to clean it up. You know what I mean? And, and just try to get in the habit of not even having to 
cuss that much, man, like that in your writing. So the editing don't even have to be as hard either, man. Yeah. You know, step your bars up, man. Step your bars up. That's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other conversation right there. Because because the implications, the implications of I'm gonna I'm and I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm going to I'm going to ask uh Brian Amos. We're still waiting for uh Greg Smith to get on the line. I don't see him on the line yet, but we're still waiting for him to get on the line. Uh, unless I'm missing the number. If he is on the line, please press the number one on your keypad right now. But I don't think I see him right yet. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll see in a second. Uh, but I got another call on the line real quick. We're going to bring him on, Muggs, uh, while we're waiting for Greg. Oh, yeah. But I got so, a question uh, uh, about what you just said. I got a great, great, great question for Byron Amos when he, when he comes on the line. Uh, 404, area code right. 404-897. Welcome to K100 Radio. Who's this? Hello. Hello. What's going on? Yeah, this is Greg Smith. Oh. oh, that's G Smith right oh. now. Oh, oh you're on. Okay. So, uh, I've been here, brother. Oh, How I didn't you guys know. Doing this evening? How you doing, brother? My bad. I, I, well, time the number... is the one thing we can't give back, brother. I'm uh, always on time. Might as well tell you. All right, my bad. I thought the, <laughs> yeah. the number the number yeah. that's showing up in the I switchboard. I know which line you was calling from. I just sent them the first few digits from the line I got. So uh, okay. I, I see. Show, but we in, the, we in the building. All right. Well, welcome. Welcome, welcome, brother. Uh, my bad. That's my fault. Yeah, man. Appreciate you for coming in, though, G. No problem. This is Greg Smith right here on the line uh man tell them about yourself man i'm gonna let you have it man man i'm I'm nobody important i'm just here for the creative um when i'm not in the streets trying to find a new acts and a new artist i have a nice nice little office off of uh, joseph e lowry i am the associate director writer and publisher relations for csac so good yeah, afternoon well, and good evening to everybody out there on radio. What's happening? Brother? Yeah, man. Uh, I want. I got Real one talk. question. I got one question. I want to go ahead and ask you off top because I, I think you might have been online when I was asking earlier. Can you? Can okay. you off top? Just in layman's terms, because um, with this broadcast and what we do over here, uh, there's a learning mm-hmm. curve and there's a lot of people who may not even understand what PRO is because again, we do tend to cater to people who are just getting into the industry on the independent grinder okay. and they're learning. So kind of if you can, in yeah. your answers, understand that's, that. That's, uh, you know, yeah, no problem at all. PRO is an acronym for performance rights organizations. And um, in the United States, there's three major ones. You have BMI, you have ASCAB, and then, of course, you have CSAC. Um, basically, we provide the same service. Our job is to make sure that you're being compensated for your performance royalties, whether that be television, film, radio, live performances, anywhere where music can be played, then we make sure that you're being compensated from a performance royalty standpoint. If you understand in the industry, you have two types of royalties. You have the mechanical royalties, which is the sales. (coughs) Excuse me, guys. And then you have the performance royalties, which is what I handle. And um, it's a, it's a great it's a great opportunity to make sure that you're being compensated because that's the thing you can have shows and get paid shows but that's not the same as getting your performance royalties so that's where we are brother all right now you said something really yes, important uh, the difference between mechanical and 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 uh, performance royalties so. Let's be clear. Let's let everybody understand this. So, CSAC, ASCAP, BMI, you guys don't collect royalties on music sales. No, sir, we don't. Okay, y'all collect royalties on performances, which is on performances, radio, which, which is, is radio, TV, film, uh-huh. okay, any sync in a in a movie, um, live performances, 
Um, if if your song is being played on a TV show, um, any anywhere where music can be played, you Phillips Arena, um, Kroger, anywhere yeah. music is being played. What happens is that the venue or the 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 location has to pay a license to BMI, to ASCAP, to CSAC in order to play the live music or or have live music in their in their vicinities. So what happens there is that when let's say Muggs is doing a show at um, I guess well a lot of our 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 radio people are in Atlanta. Let's say Muggs is doing a show at at the Apache Cafe. <clears throat> If Muggs records are registered into our system, which Muggs stays on top of that, um, when he does a show, he turns in his playlist to CSAC. CSAC follows up with the venue to make sure that the performance happened. And every three months, Muggs gets a check for the performances. All right. So let me let me let me dive into the whole. Uh, the, the, the dynamics about everything that you just said and it's, and, and it's, okay. very, it's very pertinent i'm so glad i got you on the line i actually remember we met i think at a3cs for the first time i met you at a3c yes sir um, I, I definitely remember right and um i was i was excited when mugs told me he was going to be on the line because there was a lot of things that i wanted to talk to you about that night that i met you and especially when it as it pertains to what we do over here at k100 radio it's really pertinent because they just switched up the game on us over here at k100 radio they switched up the game on internet radio and everything uh where they've where, where they've changed the royalty rate and before we had a very we had what's called a microcaster license you know what i'm saying and because we don't because we don't play because we only have a certain amount of listeners and we only play a certain amount of music hours or whatever we play we 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 were responsible for a very 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 low rate uh of paying out royalties for the further music that we played and now of course i'm pretty sure you know that congress just pretty much try to really screw the small guys like us internet radio by by the rules and the new laws that they changed that came into uh, uh play on january 1st um uh, and and basically change the royalty rate of of at which what we play which is gonna adversely probably affect what we play and how much music we play over here you know what i'm saying it's two things i want to address that you just said one i've i personally don't know a lot of djs who really take the time to uh send their serato mix playlist or whatever or and and, and i don't know too, too many venues who actually um are really taking the time to coordinate with csec ascap bmi or even whoever to get with those djs to make sure that they turn it in so how do you police that and then so and, and an entity like k100 radio you know what i'm saying before i could play a lot of music and, and pay you know very small rates because we're not a p1 fm market we don't have fifty thousand people an hour listening you know what i'm saying and so you know we don't have no right. completely ridiculous amount of people listening and so the royalty rate that we used to have to pay was fairly cheap i'd have to I'd have to spend your song a hundred times, you know what I'm saying, a month to, to pay you out um, some money on internet radio, where now that may be changing for us, and it's going to affect the internet radio game a lot. But then again, we're some of the only places that some artists get played. You know what I'm saying? So two things I want two things I want to ask you. How do you think from the PRO, the people who get the money, who's in charge of getting money, how do you look at the, the, the law that changed that's going to adversely affect platforms like this to be able to probably stop me from playing people as much as and showing as much love as I could because I can't afford the royalty rates now. And also, how do you police 
venues and DJs because honestly, I know so many DJs and I've rarely seen a DJ turn in their Serato list for that in the club. So how do you police both of those? What do you think about both situations? Um, well, I guess, like, you know, I guess the first thing I want to say is that, you know, we're, we're not going to catch everybody, you yeah. know, and neither neither us or BMI nor ASCAP, but we, we, we run a very tight ship when it comes to that um, because that is, like I said, that is... That's a main stream of income for the songwriter, for the producer who, you know, who we're really focusing in on. And, um, and with that being said, like I said, we do the best we can to stay on top of it. You know, um, if the songwriters, artists, producers are turning for, from a CSAC perspective, if they're turning in their, their playlist of what they're doing, if, if mugs did, 10 shows in in the city we're gonna the one thing that CSAC does whether that venue is licensed or not we will cover for the client but please mm-hmm. understand that we're going after the venue yes, and there and there are several there are several you know there's some things you can go online and see there was a there was an incident in uh in, in Vegas um earlier in the year or no no late last year where um, a venue was playing live performances, having live bands in. He was um, he was warned three times, and then they walked in on him and gave him a bill of about seventy to eighty thousand dollars and said, "If you can't pay this today, then we're just going to go ahead and shut down your venue." And that's what they did. Like it's a very serious thing, and they have to understand that we're we're the advocates for the creatives because right. this is the way that they attain their monies. They have the power. Sure. To, they have the power and to I do that. Y'all. How, how, they, let me let me let me ask you that. Uh, that's 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 not shocking because I've heard of that, but I've never you know witnessed it. So how do legally? How do they have the power to shut the venue down in that instance? What 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 what? what how because do they, they have to pay a license. Uh-huh. It's just like you driving. If you driving and you don't have a driver's license, and the cops pull you over, mm-hmm. you going to jail. Okay. It's that simple. And it's like I said, and it's not like, you know, the, our goal is to, to touch on every venue and every situation that we possibly can. But the thing is that we have to understand that we can't get to everybody, but we try to get to as many as we can, you know. And for me, being in the city, a lot of people, I'm, I'm blessed that a lot of people know who I am. So when I walk in the door to go to a new artist showcase or I go to any any facility where they're allowed to play music, the first thing they're saying is, oh, yeah, we're, we're getting ready to take care of that now. Okay, that's fine. I'm just coming to eat. Or I'm just coming to exactly. check out the venue. But understand... Yeah. That if you have that type of presence, then these people are going to get right. They got to get right or get left because, like I said, it's against the law. It's illegal. And when you're not being compensated for your work, we're doing a disservice on our end. Right. Exactly. Sure. That's, uh, go ahead, Mo. You got a question for him? Yeah. I mean, I just wanted to, like you said, uh, like we were talking um, before he got on the line, man. I just want to clear the air and really just, you know, lay it on out there, man. Like, what is what separates and and what's the big big difference in the CSEC and your BMI and your ASCAP man like and to mugs and I and I'll be totally honest with you as I said at the beginning of the um of the phone call we all provide yeah. the same service I'm a I'm a believer that everything that we do in this music industry is relationship based yeah. if 
if you know being at BMI and you have a great relationship with the the staff at BMI is the best yeah. look for you, then stay at BMI. If you yes, have a bro. great relationship with the associates at at ASCAP, stay at ASCAP. Do those things. Um, yeah. With CSAC, you know the the ball rolls a little differently. We, you, if 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 you understand about the performance rights organization, the first thing that you know that 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 we have. Roughly fifty to seventy thousand members with our organization, and ASCAP and BMI have six hundred and sixty thousand apiece. Yeah. So, with that being said, I mean you can just look at the numbers and say maybe if I'm at CSEC, maybe I'll get a better look, or maybe my chances are are, are a little better as far as the opportunities yeah. to to have these things happen. But at the same time, CSEC runs a very tight ship. And we yeah. want the best. We're looking for the best. And that's why with CSAC, there's three ways that you can get in. You have to be invited by a CSAC member or by an by a, by a, uh, employee of CSAC. Um, you can be referred by an associate or an affiliate like Muggs. Or in the last maybe five to seven years, we've decided to uh, bring on the submission process where you can go online you fill out an application, you put in, you upload two songs, it goes through the process, it goes through a, a two-tier submission process, and if you're good, welcome to CSAC. If it's not exactly what we're looking for, then we won't, you know, we won't allow you in. And it, yeah. it's, it's about looking for the best and being able to say, is this a licensable quality work? Can we help these people get money? Can we yeah. make money, you know? That's the question yeah, I got for you, yeah. Greg. That's a good question. That's what I was about to yeah, how do you? I was gonna say now, what some of those standards that y'all setting and what, like, what, what are y'all looking for? Is it more artist based, song? I mean, I think it's it's more. In in my opinion, what I look for, I can't speak on behalf of everybody, but I know when yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking for a songwriter base and I'm looking for a production base. If you can get yeah. the full package, that's the great thing because the thing is, is that. The, the more of the copyright that we own of the song, yeah. the more money we can go get for you. Gotcha. How do you That's guys... Go right ahead, sir. I'm sorry. How, let me... I want to I I make a clear distinction to tell the people that's listening. How do you okay. get... How do you make money? How does CSAC make money doing what they do? Do you get paid a percentage of the artist's royalty? How do you make money in CSAC? They they take a percentage, but it's I mean right. so does ask Kevin, so does BMI. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure that everybody understand because mm-hmm. you know pe- some artists, some people may not know that. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's like right. they, they they get they get your money for you. Well, how do they get? How do they? But it's money? interesting that right. a lot of people say they get their money for you, but the the unfortunate thing is that the the artist or not really the artist, but the songwriters and the producers and the publishers, which we work, we co you know we co co inhabit with right. If those things aren't being done, if the songs aren't being registered in the system, if we don't have a way to track them, then we can't mm-hmm. go get your money for you. Yes, mm-hmm. also true. I had a um, 
Yeah. And it's, 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 you know, a lot of things, a lot of things it has changed uh, from my seat, from, from, from an internet radio standpoint it, at, a, at a rapid rate right. within the past couple of months with the change in the law. And now, uh, like I've, like some people have, I've told some people and some people know this or not, but this is maybe the only the second time I've actually said it on the air, but we've just been approached and we've been contacted by Nielsen that they're going to start monitoring us as a station. You know what I'm saying? And that changes right. everything. That, that, that changes everything for us. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it makes everything. It puts a, it shines a light on us, and it puts a, it puts us in a, in, a, in a situation where we have to be really careful. Whereas, let's be honest, internet radio was, was like the wild wild west. Is like the wild wild west still. You know right. what I'm saying? Because especially with the independent artists right now, independent art. Some of the majors, even some of the major artists, they don't they don't. We do we do our thing with sound exchange. We're trying to report in the sound exchange and stuff. But again, we had a microcaster license, and so even even with the amount of music we paid, we, we played, it still was a very small amount that we had to kick out. You know what I'm saying? But now oh, yeah, well, it's well, changed. Here's the, here's the reason why. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people don't know this either. Right. Is that the PROs don't cover the internet radios. Right. They cover terrestrial radio and they cover satellite radio. So the the um, you know the uh, XMs, the, the Sirius, those stations, because there's a plethora of internet radio stations, and if we were trying to cover every internet radio station, there wouldn't be enough money in the world, you know. But great. So the but, internet race, radio, radio station serves as like an independent, and that's why you guys can go to SoundCloud and do your <laughs> do your royalty settings from there. Right. Yeah. But I think that's going to yeah, change. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. I think it's going to change with the. This is this is what I'm. Let me tell you what I'm afraid of, Greg. Let's have a conversation. Let me tell you what I'm afraid okay. of. Okay. I am paranoid right now because while I welcome BDS Nielsen starting to track us as a broadcast and literally they've got like they just they just start you know they just started doing internet radio we just started a couple of months ago in September so the first ones right. was in September and we were one of the we're on the we're I've actually talked to him contacted William and, and we're, we're on deck we're, it's gonna be like another week or so then we're gonna be monitored what I fear is being monitored by, by Nielsen and BDS and having that 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 power of sway over there is going to start making the PROs look at look at us and look at internet radio and then expect us to be able to kick out the same royalties as Clear Channel and iHeart. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, we can't afford that, right? You know what I'm saying? You know those right. those same rates. But then it's, it's 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 to me, it's like I want to be able to to provide that for an art. Of course, if we're playing an artist, even if it's Jeezy or even if it's a if it's Mugs, whoever. Of course, of course, I'm excited that. When we play it, it'll actually show up and actually help them chart. Maybe you know what I'm saying with right. you know with Nielsen being able to track them now because those spins count and that's what helps the charts and everything and that's great for us. But on the back end of it, I'm like ah yeah, but now everybody's uh, gonna start ch- paying attention to what everything you know. And then with them changing the laws and the royalty rates for internet radio recently, I'm 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 just telling you just honestly on the air live. I'm saying this live, you know, on the air like yeah. I don't know is that is that a Pandora's box. I don't know if that's a Trojan horse. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna do it, and right. if it, if it ultimately brings up on the demise of this broadcast and this platform, then so be it. Because if it if it gets to the point where we're, we're actually literally expected to pay out just like FM, everyone knows we can't afford that. 
You know what I'm saying? Every, there right. is no internet radio station that can afford that. I know every one of them in the city, and no one can afford that. We can barely afford to make it the way we're doing it right now. We have to come up with creative ways to get money because, you know what I'm saying, we don't have all the corporate sponsorships and ads that other people have that play, that play music right. platforms. And, I, and like you know. I understand that. And what the one thing I don't want to do is give you false information. Yeah. I don't really know all of the all of the lineage of how the laws are going or how they're attacking, quote-unquote, the internet radio side but because we're talking about it this is definitely something that i'll be looking into as early as tomorrow just to see kind of where it moves from that perspective because like i said with the pros we don't really we don't track the internet radio but there's a there's a lot of changes in music as far as the internet radio thing is concerned we're looking at the songwriters equity act which is huge yeah. right right now you know because you're looking at um because we buy so much music online instead of physical copies, they feel like that they can't determine how much money is being spent from a mechanical royalty standpoint, and they're only making you know X amount of money, like nine point two cents per song. But they're saying if we don't get the physical copy, then we can't determine how many are being sold. So it's a lot of a lot of craziness. And then you, of course, you have the all-time thing that we all talk about is the streaming, which. You're seeing the laws being changed every day, but for all intents and purposes, when we were seeing earlier in the game, a couple of years back when you'd see, you know, Bette Miller had a, a million streams, but she only made, uh, you know, $10,000. Right. You know, do we yeah. have a problem with that. But what it is is that what people don't understand is that <clears throat> the artist is making one-tenth of a penny Mm. Per streaming. Right. So you mm. saying you got to play the song 10 times to get a penny from a mm. streaming standpoint. Right. So yeah. there's a lot of things that are going on. There's a lot of great people I would like. And I know he's not listening, but um, the, the congressman from Georgia... Um, Republican congressman that's really fighting for us with the Songwriters yeah. Equity Act. It's it's an amazing thing that you know you, we do have politicians that believe in the in the creative process as well. So you know we'll we'll be up in, we'll be back up in uh, in Capitol Hill. You know, top of the year. Yeah, <laughs> Again, yeah, back at it. The streaming. What do you? What do you? What, what's your opinion on now being able to be certified gold and platinum via streams? Do you think that formula is fair at all? I'm pretty sure you don't, but. What do you think about that? I I, I don't I, I can't say it's fair or not, but I think that you know you got to start looking at the the different ways to attain these sales because for all intents like I said for all intents and purposes we're streaming more than we're purchasing. Rap and hip hop and R and B are the most streamed genres of music. Why? Because you can go on you know Facebook and get you a little. Um, little account with Spotify or whatever and listen to a couple commercials, but you're listening to what you want to hear. Right. So yeah. the thing is, is when these things are not being sold, it's a whole different game. So we have to find ways to attain success. And if, if the streaming, you know, X amount of streams is equivalent to a sales, I'm with it. You know, I'm with it because yeah. these people deserve it. Mm -hmm. as, a, as, a, as a PRO, give me your official standpoint on SoundCloud, Dat Piff, Everywhere that artists, that your artists, people who may be registered with you can put their music up for free to promote their product. But you know and I know that as far as monetizing that situation is, yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, what do you feel about that? It's a difficult task. I think, that, I think what has happened is that here's the thing. 
um, this is a this is an analogy that I tend to use when I when I speak at at the different colleges is that you have to look at the industry for what it is. Um, for example, when we're going to Thanksgiving and and Grandma's favorite dish is usually what it's probably the macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. So think about it in this capacity. Grandma makes the noodles. She gets the casserole dish. You have noodles, egg, milk, cheese, noodles, egg, milk, cheese. You put it in the oven. It cooks for, what, an hour and a half, two hours. Even when you take it out, you still have to wait. It's the process. Because if you eat it too early, it's going to be too hot. And then, you, you know, and then those things happen. What that is is called artist development. Now, in 2016, we're more of a microwave society. And what's the easiest thing to cook in a microwave? It's popcorn. And you cook it for two minutes. But if you cook it for two minutes and 15 seconds, what happens? Mm. It burns. Right. So what are you going to do? You're going to throw it out, and you're going to get another thing of popcorn. And what that is is the music industry at the state right now. We're not concerned about the authenticity of finding good original music. So mm. when when we tired of it after them two minutes of fame, we go get another bag of popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I I think that um one revelation that I did learn tonight. I I'm learning tonight too, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I don't yes, know sir. I don't know everything. Anybody listening, you know what I'm Neither saying? Neither do I. I want to be <laughs> I, very clear. I in front of me as we speak. I think one of the most uh the most interesting things that you said tonight um and and i guess my question earlier before I, we brought you on the line was what's the difference between you guys and the other three and the other two pros i i didn't realize it was more of a culling process over there at csec but now that oh, yeah. I, now that i think about it it makes sense because again let's be honest i don't know as many people with csec as i do with ASCAP and bmi because well it's easier to get on with those guys you know what i'm saying you oh, just yeah. fill you out just the application sign up. And here's you, and the you thing go. you yeah. just sign and it's not like i said let me let me be very 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 clear right prior to me even being you know, I have friends that have been at other PROs. I have uh, my brother who is a, a multi-million um, selling songwriter who has recently came to CSAC from one of the other PROs. It's about the relationships. But like I said, you have to just understand. For example, I mean, being an ASCAP, you sign up for free, but when it's time to do your publishing, there's a fee of 250 or anywhere yeah. from like a buck seventy-five to $300 mm-hmm. to establish your publishing entity through your PRO. But with CSAC, it's all free. Okay. Because if we're allowing you to come in or we're saying, you know what, you you exert what we bring to the table from a PRO and what we're doing as a boutique situation, we got to be able to provide you services okay. and incentives, and that's what we do. Uh, interesting. I, yeah. yeah, you know, the comment, I, I got, I got, I'm going to be honest with you, Greg, uh, this conversation way 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 better than i thought it was gonna be you know what i'm saying because we've t- <laughs> no I, I didn't think it was gonna be boring i'm just saying the, the plethora of things that just popped in my head to ask you once you said one or two things in your opening when you first started talking i was like ah i forgot about that question that way and then we was able to cover them all so it was really it's really great because listening to what you're saying it makes more it makes sense and then it helps me understand csac a little bit more because i came to um uh, I've been to like two of the little events that y'all have at the office down there. Y'all had like kind of like showcases, you know, meet and greets and stuff. And I've came down there, right. you know what I'm saying? And it was kind of, to me, it was like, 
from from somebody who's who's I've been with ASCAP since I started. I started, you know, as an artist in the '90s. My publishing company, everything has been with ASCAP, you know, since I came into the game. And I've just right. you can call it laziness or whatever. I've never changed. But now, talking to you, I'm seeing it's I'm seeing that it's a little bit more intimate. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying oh, to knock anyone else. You know, I'm, saying, best, I'm, saying, I'm saying it's a little more intimate. Bro. You know, it's very yeah, intimate bro. and it's very it's very family oriented. And and Mugs will tell you, I've got phone numbers. For, for, I've been blessed to have phone numbers for those of Teddy Riley and Brian Michael Cox, and and you know those magnitudes of, of of phenomenal and successful producers and songwriters. But I also got Muggs Million number two, and Muggs Million will also <laughs> tell you that he has my number. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm easily accessible, and sometimes my my assistant says that's my gift and my curse is that I make myself too accessible to everybody. But I just feel like it's important for the client or for the associate or for the affiliate to understand that if you're serious about your craft and you're serious enough to where we brought you on as a part of our family, then I got to go above and beyond my call of duty to make sure that you're getting everything that you need. And so I'm providing a service for you. So when I do everything that I've done and it's still not happening, then understand it's not on me. Yeah, and, and, and again, uh-huh. words like words like I got a call. Someone's someone must have a question for us. I'm gonna take it seven seven zero two five five. Hold yeah. on a second. But this one more thing, words like client and associate, and 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 I think I just I'm just I'm glad that you're saying those kind of words so the artist understands that the PRO works for you. You know what I'm saying? The, yes, the PRO listen, works Here's for the you. Thing. I can't work <laughs> if nobody's performing. I ain't got no job. Mm. Right. Come on now. The PRO works for you. You've got to grind. We, we, we work for, but you got to do your part. I can't, you know, Jesus turned water into wine, but I, you know, I don't have those <laughs> capabilities, you know, so you got to come with the correct product and you got to come with it. Yeah. In order to get some money, I'm going to do everything in my ability. Yeah, you know, I and, and, and that's the other thing. You know, I have a hundred analogies, and like you said, you know, we I could lead the I could lead the mule to the to the well, but I can't make them drink it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, you know, I'm providing a service for you, and I'm providing a service for all my clients, and and it's important that that not only they know that. <laughs> but there are those that want to come in and saying, why should I be a part of what you guys are doing? You know, I could say because we do it better, but that's not particularly true. <laughs> I just think that I take, I personally, Greg Smith, takes time to make sure that our clients are okay, whoever they are. And clients are really family, you know. Exactly. Let, yeah. me, let me take this call real quick. Uh, 770-255, area code 770-255. Welcome to K100 Radio, the MIC Music Industry Conference call right now. Third one, hosted by Mugs a Million. And also we have Greg Smith on the line from CSEC. You got a question for us? Yeah, what's going on, man? This is Sam Wines checking in. What's going Just on, Sam Wines? Got off of work. What's happening, bro? Uh, I appreciate you calling in, my man. Ain't no problem. Um, now, one, one question I want to ask is that, you know, um, as a as as a producer producer, then also I want to you know I'm trying to establish my own uh, publishing company. Now, as far as the published company is concerned, because I went BMI under as a producer, songwriter, composer, but as as a publishing company, what is the best you know say PRO I should go with? Because I'm hearing like CSAC is great, and then you guys were just talking about um, uh, you know the ASCAP and stuff like that. So I'm just trying to figure if. If I well, do go I, with, I, I, t- I tell you this, Playboy, my my check, the the, the right bottom side of my check is signed by a C-Sac affiliate, a C-Sac associate. 
So I'm gonna say C-Tac yeah. is the best. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I can't. You know, <laughs> shout out to <laughs> my <laughs> friends and, and my friends. I have my I have friends that I, that if I wasn't doing music, we'd still be cool. That work prospectively at BMI and ASCAP. Like I said, at the end of the day, we all provide the same service. It's about the relationship and, and seeing what's best for you. But what I will say is this, if you're a writer at BMI, then yeah. you have to be a publisher at BMI Uh-oh. for your personal publishing entity. Now, mm-hmm. if you're establishing a publishing company as, a, as you're signing other people, and a lot of people won't tell you this, is that you really need all three PROs to be mm-hmm. under your company publishing mm-hmm. because you may sign somebody you may have a BMI publishing company but the writer that you want to sign is already signed to ASCAP so they can't right. help you from that capacity so when you're doing like a company publishing entity you really need to have all three PROs mm. that's right. right so okay so I but I cannot sign the same with the, under the same entity under with the same like if I have my entity under BMI, can I also Your sign that same entity, entity under? You know, like, okay, like let's say I'm like I'm just gonna think of a name, um, Wesley Publishing. I'm just saying. So can I sign Wesley Publishing under BMI, ASCAP, and CSAC, or you know, because no, you say I gotta have under three, right? Your personal no, that's my entity. entity. That's my entity. Yes, yes. Yeah, my your entity. personal entity, whatever you are as a writer, is what you have to be as a publisher. Now, if you're right. establishing an, uh, an additional company where you're right. signing other people's un- under people under your umbrella, then mm-hmm. you have to have all three PROs. Okay. I get it. I get and, then, it. and they could be under the same name. No, they got to be separate names, though, Big Boss. That's the only thing. Uh, I, okay, gotcha. That's, what I, that's, that's the question I was yeah. asking. I, I didn't know okay. what they they they, They're not going to let the same name get to go in the system all across the board like that. You mm. know what I mean? Gotcha. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for that. Yeah. That's a good call, though, Sed. Appreciate uh, shout it. out to Sed Wines. Uh, shout out to him for calling in. That was a good question. That was really relevant. Thank you for calling in, bro. All right? Yeah. Uh, all right, definitely yeah. understand that, and and listen, everybody that's listening. So, so you guys, some some people may be again a little bit confused about what just transpired about that that, in, that exchange. Listen, there's a difference between being registered as a writer slash composer and being registered as a publishing company. You know what I'm saying? And I think most people when they first get in the game, they don't understand that because I remember when I didn't understand, you know, the difference between me being with ASCAP and everybody be like, you go, you ASCAP, yeah, yeah, I'm with ASCAP. And then I didn't realize, you know, when I started putting out my own projects and and and, and doing uh, compilation albums, you know, on my label, my on my indie label, that I had to have something separate. I think the first album that I came out with, I don't even know what the publishing is on it. I just said some shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Until I realized that I had to have uh, actual publishing company that I had to go get registered to be able to to be able to put the product out itself. You know what I'm saying? So there is a difference between being registered as a writer slash producer composer that's what's going to say on the paper and having a publishing company you know what i'm saying and it's a big difference and you got to know and understand the difference between the two uh greg smith let me just let me ask you one question what's the biggest check you've ever seen a payout to one of your clients just round about ballpark figure like whoa that was a check. I mean, it's, uh, uh, in a quarter yeah let's do it in the quarter because they get them every quarter let's do it in the quarter Okay, like maybe maybe two, two or three. Two or three? Hundred thousand? Million. Million. Million? Oh, okay. <laughs> two or three million in a quarter. That's a lot. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. God is good. That's a yeah, lot man. in one quarter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got you to gotta think of, I mean, look, let's, for example, let's look at, uh, 
And I don't know what kind of money she's gonna that she's already attained. But let's look at Adele. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Hello was being played so many times throughout the day at any radio stations and commercials, and she was on Jimmy Fallon and on you know Saturday Night Live. And every time she sings this song, it's a performance. Every time there's a performance, she's being compensated. Every time it's on the radio, she's getting a check. Like this, they're 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 charging these things up. And then I mean, even more so than that, where we're starting to um, we're starting to to kind of monitor the uh the youtube views you got to realize that she did 27 million views in 24 hours when she first dropped hello you know so you can only fathom what type of monies that she's going to be receiving because she's performed the song all over the world and a a trillion times and has played a billion times and on radio and the Target commercial that plays it and when she did it on Saturday Night Live and you know yeah she's on tour and she's performing it everywhere she's on tour and you know she was on Good Morning America and performed it there so every time that she's performing the song the the PRO is is tracking that Yes, sir. making oh, a lot of money for I mean for us example we have a gentleman by the name of Jimmy Napes that is signed to CSAC and Jimmy Napes happens to be Sam Smith's co-writer so everything that Sam Smith has ever done Jimmy mm. has done as well uh, and Jimmy was last year CSAC uh, pop pop songwriter of the year but you know they're just think I mean they just did that uh, big record for um, for um, what is uh, James Bond right you know they just want they just want an Oscar for that. You know that that that's, that's all, you know all what? kind of plays being made. You know what, Greg? You, you know, know you know what, Greg? It's it's I'm I'm so you know what earlier I don't know if you were on when we first jumped onto the show, but earlier in the beginning of the show we were talking to we were trying to explain to the artists about how important it is to be able to be involved in all facets of the game, being songwriter, yes. production, everything. And here's the and here you just say say the guy's name again because I've never heard of him. Say his name again. For yeah. Me. Jimmy Napier. Okay, Jimmy Napier. Or James Napier, but they call him Jimmy Napes now. Jimmy Napes, James Napier. Never heard mm-hmm. of him until this very moment on this show. And he's exactly. already, and he's already exactly. making more hey. money off music than probably everybody <laughs> listening on the show, myself, everybody yes, everybody who wants to be the hottest rapper in the trap or whatever you want to do, and you've never heard of his name. Yes, I never sir. I don't I didn't know who he was until maybe about a minute yeah. ago. And he's making money. That's the whole point we was trying yeah. to get you guys to understand I mean, earlier in the show. We're not talking about, and we didn't even like we didn't even fiddle into licensing. That's a whole nother. Ah, that's a man. whole nother ball game. You know, you. I don't know if you're familiar, and I know I'm using a lot of pop acts, but there's opportunity. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch gears for a second. But uh, in in 2014, I don't know if you've heard the song, uh, "The Best Day of My Life." Yeah. You know, they whistle at the beginning. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, you know, this is the best day of my life. Yeah. That was the the highest licensed song in music in 2014. Okay, I didn't know that, but I so <laughs> what I mean by license is that when you saw the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. it was playing on the Super Bowl. When you saw a Nutella commercial, it was playing in the Nutella commercial. When you saw the the FIFA World Cup, it was the best day of their lives because they play in soccer. Right, uh, we getting hot dogs, and so we we got the ballpark Frank commercial. It's the best day of your life, and then yes. then the song started. Volvo used it for their campaign. Wow. Um, 
Telemundo Television. A lot of a lot of Latin uh, commercials started using the song because the the record was just like a. Who knew that the you know that these guys were gonna write this masterpiece that ended up yeah. being a, a, a licensing sensation. You know. Um. That's that's. Yeah, sure. I, I just wanna. I just wanna. And that's a different kind of money. That's we're not yes. even talking. We're not talking record sales. Right. We're not even exactly. talking radio play. Right. We're talking licensing yeah. and sync fees, which is a whole different type of money that that you know that we're involved in. More money, yes, sir. More money, Greg. More Way money. More money. More money. More money. Right. Way more, bro. Now you hear you guys are you guys are when listening right now, first, hearing it. Man, when I saw my first TV placement, royalty check come in right from I had um, got a song synced and placed with um, Bad Girls Club, Oxygen Network. And when you look at the comparison of that and the co-write I got with an um, indie artist by the name of Chris Webby, you're talking hundreds and thousands of views on YouTube and Spotify streams and all of that. You're talking gas money opposed to eight episodes, maybe eight rerun spin episodes on TV. And you're talking light bill money. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, it was a big difference, though. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and it's like, golly, man, this is where it's at. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that and the difference in those six completely made me switch gears, man. As far as with my music, even as a recording artist, like you said, this ain't record sales, man. We're talking licensing money, man. You getting an upfront check from the network just to use it, then you getting the CSEC back in money. Or BMI, ASCAP, whoever your PRO is, man. So you talking eating, eating, man. Like, real tough. Uh, Greg, do you guys do you guys dabble, or I don't want to say dabble because I know it's not your official title and job, but do you, for your clients that are that are with CSAC, do you comb, is there, is there a vessel that you guys have set in place for your CSAC people that will help them find placements? Or do, or do you have relationships with publishing companies to help well, your clients find here's placements? Here's the thing that I'll say. I'm... Uh, the best way I can say this is that I'm not entitled to do that. Mm -hmm. What I will say is that I gotta wait for you to get hot and I make sure that you're getting paid. That's in, in yeah. layman's terms, that's my job. Okay. However, when I find, because sometimes, you know, like I said, there's a lot of times, and and I have a plethora of, of affiliates that will tell you that they weren't even like they submitted to C to CSAC. But if I didn't believe it all the way, I would ask him to come in. I need to see you. I need to see how serious yeah. you are about your craft and how serious you are about about doing this. And one of the one of the biggest acts I have two amazing acts that I've signed in the last year that I'm really, really, really proud of that I had to they had to really come in, sit down and talk with me. And I had to really see it because it's like I'm looking at these statistics, I'm looking at these numbers, the music sounds good, but I don't know if I believe it. <laughs> so <laughs> I and that's a group that I that I love dearly and they are killing they are killing the game. They are making good money from their PRO perspective and that's a group called Too Crucial. And if you saw Too Crucial, they were a rap group that was on the show um the rap game. With Jermaine Dupri, okay. oh, yeah. they weren't they weren't one of the contestants. They actually were on an episode where they wrote along with the with the um, contestants, and they had a song called uh, "I Set Trends" that's going crazy in radio right now. 
And those mm. boys came to me, and I'm, I'm looking at this 16-year-old gentleman and this 18-year-old gentleman, and they're saying, Mr. Smith, this is what we're about. This is our life. And I said, well, don't show me. I said, don't tell me. Show me. And I turned on the music, and they, they auditioned like they was auditioning for a record deal. And when I tell you, you're going to see these guys in the next six months with a major deal and a lot of major things going on. Another nice. group is the three lovely young ladies that I love to death by the name of We Are Obsessed. And these young ladies, the one thing that I loved about them is that everybody wanted them to be a certain type of group, and they said, We're, we want to be an R&B group. And, and I looked at them and said, if this is what you want to do, I'll stand behind you 110%. Whatever you need from me, I got you. And within the last three months, they're like the hottest new thing on Timberland's radar. They've been on tour with Timberland for the last four months. Uh, they mm. have two songs on Timberland's mixtape that he put out. Um, in addition, the, one of the right one of the girls in the group is also a great songwriter. She wrote the single "Circles" for uh, Tamar Braxton. She's getting money. They're getting money. Right. Mm-hmm. That's her. And 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 it's 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 crazy. I'm, I'm listening to you like okay, you know what I'm saying? It's, and we're it's, just talking about the people that you don't know about because we we know that Swiss just did the new Kendrick, and we know that Teddy Riley's doing multitudes of great records overseas. And Brian Michael Cox, I mean, he's one of the greatest of all time. You know, Amarion's making a little bit of money. He had the supposed to be record, which did phenomenal last year. Um, yeah. You know, we just talking on the urban standpoint. Oh yeah, and let's not forget about my good good friend London on the track. He's not hot right now. No, get it. You know. Yeah. Right. So he's making all kind of bread. Um and like I said, and, and, and let me and I don't want this to turn into a we gotta make money broadcast. What it is is that these guys are creatives, geniuses in their own right and they should be compensated for their efforts and for their work. But if you're not serious about the craft and all you want is the check, go to McDonald's. Go <laughs> do something else because it, it's the the state of the industry is in a very weird space right now and it's not what it used to be. So if you're not serious, then just get out of the way for those that are. Hey man, I said that before we got, yeah, you got on the line. That's crazy because he pretty way, much he pretty much said the exact same thing. I want to make sure, um, Greg, if, if, way, if you don't mind, because uh, we got the uh, scheduled next guest coming up, I think at nine fifteen. So okay. let me let me let me let me can can you please, if you don't mind, or if it's up to you. If you could give out some information, some contact information, so people, if people want to, you know, get with you, uh, some information about getting with CSAC and everything they need to know about sure. what you, what it is that you do and how to get in contact with you and get with CSAC, yeah. please. Go ahead. I'm, you know, like I said, I, I'm, I'm not, I, I try to be one of the easiest persons to get in contact with, but understand that, you know, the a brother's plate is full, but, and if I say I'm going to get to you, I promise you I will. You can ask, I, I keep referring back to Muggs, but Muggs is kind of oh, yeah. He my he my soundboard because he know we was we was at yeah, the Capitol last Wednesday. We was at the, yes, the Ma- Reimagine Atlanta the nonprofit organization Saturday. Muggs be yeah. everywhere I'm at, and so yes, and that is. tells you that you know Muggs is out there networking and making a lot of great things happen. But I too feel like that it's very important that these people see that the PROs are out here, like I said, supporting our artists, yeah. supporting these efforts to make sure that a you're being compensated for your work. And B, that we got your back. So, like I said, please go to www.csac, S E S as in Sam, A C 
C as in cat, C-SAC, not S-E-A, because a lot of people put C and SAC, and then they'd be like, I emailed you, but I didn't get it because you didn't spell <laughs> it right. So S-Sam-E-Sam-A-Cat, C-SAC.com. If you go to www.csac.com, my information is on there when you go into uh, representatives and directors, and you can click on it, and it'll give you all the information there. If you want to reach me on social networking, it's uh, both my inter- my um, Twitter and my Instagram are the same. It is at F-O-U-R underscore G as in Greg, S as in Smith, 4 underscore G-S. And I do respond. I try to respond as much as I can. I don't think it's the most professional thing to do. But if you, you know, as Gotti said, if you hit me in a DM, I usually try to hit you back. But Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not, I don't answer a lot of questions when they just hit me on my post. Because I don't, I don't have time to really look, look, look at those. But if you're serious, hit us, hit us at csec.com. I think, uh, and if you're interested in joining, it's also on the website. So make sure you guys hit them up, man. Uh, uh, sounds like oh, sounds. One other, one other, I'm sorry. One other, one other email. I said to go to seeksec.com, but if you go to ATL info, as in short for information, ATL info at seeksec.com, you can send your music there. Okay. And any other questions you have. All right. Make sure you guys contact yes, them, man. We really appreciate it, man. It was great talking with you again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I remember when I met you at H3C. Man, it was really, appreciate it was really cool. Man. You already know, bro. Man, it's nothing, man. Listen, man, just let these, you know, just if, if there's anything I can say to you, um, aspiring songwriters and producers and artists, don't be aspiring. Just do it. Ah, you know, yeah. I like that. Just do it. You know. Just um, do it. <laughs> good luck, and thank you guys so much. And um and like I said, God bless you for those that believe in God. God bless you guys and, and uh, thank yeah. you for letting me be a part of this this evening. And if there's Man, anything that I can do you, to help you guys, you know, y'all know I'm a phone call away. Thank you, Greg. Yes, sir. I, All right, man. Me, you guys be blessed, man. You guys have a great evening. Show me that C sec brunch information when you hang up big. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do that right now, bro. Right, if you're at, yeah, listen, if you're at South by Southwest, March 17th, next Thursday, CSAC's doing a brunch from uh, 10 to 2. We'll have some great networking, a couple live performances. Don't, you know, like, if you're CSAC, go out there and check that out. And I bet you're going to see Muggs and Millie right over there by that bitch. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. go ahead and get yeah. it. Yeah. Right. You'll see K1 Radio. We plan on being at South by Southwest this year, too. So, hopefully, we can make it to that one, too. Yes, sir. All right. Awesome. Let's make that happen. And, Muggs, I'm going to bring that. I'm going to send that to you now, brother. You guys be blessed, man. Thank you for coming on the line, man. No problem, man. All right. For sure. All right. Uh, K100radio.com. That was a really great conversation. Yeah, um, big up to G Snuff, man. G yeah. Snuff for that C sack, man. That was a good one right there. Yeah, that really, was really, really nice. The information and and he 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 answered a lot of questions. Uh, a couple questions that I had, but I think uh, in between the questions he asked, even the call. Uh, that was a really pertinent call, and then yeah. some of the stuff that we yeah, asked that was him. A good call. Uh, yeah, it was. Definitely, definitely a lot of jewels, and definitely a lot of knowledge given out on that one. Now we've got uh, we, we're waiting right now for uh, uh, Greg Amos. I mean, uh, 
Byron Amos yeah, to come Byron, on the line. Yeah, Byron yeah. Amos to come on the line, and I'm looking for his number. Uh, I don't see it right yet, but if you are on the line, brother, make sure you press the number one if you, in case you happen to be calling from another number that I don't see. Uh, press the number one on your keypad yeah. real quick. Uh, but I don't see his number on the line. But he's scheduled to come in, call in right about now. He should be on the line in a second, and we're gonna bring him on uh, here yes, on GK Records, and we're gonna talk to him. I got a really good question uh, for him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> really good yeah. question for him. But I got yeah, some other, man. I got some other numbers on the line real quick. They, they got some questions also. Yeah, um, yeah. Anybody on the line, man? Man, definitely, we want to hear from yeah. you. Let me take let me take a couple of calls. Three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. That's the number. Three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. Uh, area code six seven eight three six two. This is K one hundred Radio. Who's this? Hey man, it's Byron. Hearing you from another number. Oh, okay. See, okay. yeah, yeah. Byron, <laughs> I say he probably had a different line. All yeah, right. that's why I was wondering. So all you right. know, it's all good. All right. What's going good. on with your B? Hey, man, just keeping it together. I actually had to pull over into this parking lot to give you a call. I couldn't make it to the house, but I'm here. That's good, man. We showed enough appreciate you, big man. We appreciate it, too. Go ahead and formally introduce yourself to the broadcast. This is K100 Radio. We are live. The MICC Music Industry Conference call. It's third round, man. It's always crazy. Hosted with Mugs a Million right here live on K100 Radio. K100Radio.com. We got Byron Amos, head of UGK Records. What's going on, brother? Introduce yourself to the broadcast, please. Man, as you said, man, just first and foremost, thank you to you guys who's doing this this show, and thank you to everybody listening for supporting this brand of music and just the artists out there. I'm Byron Amos, the Vice President of Operations for UGK Records. You know, man, I'm very humble. I tell people all the time, I'm just the janitor. You know, I'm just the one cleaning up the hallways, making everything, making sure all the doors are unlocked and locked. But um, like I say, man, the little knowledge I got is free. Time to get it. That's what's up, man. Yes, we, finna, we finna find out something. We finna, we finna dig up in there and get some of it about you for free. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are right about yeah, now. So, um, you, that's uh, a mug. If you have, I, I got my own set of questions, but mugs, you want to, you want to ask some first? Go ahead. Uh, man, I, I just want to throw out there, man. First and foremost, man, you know what I mean. Appreciate you for getting on the line again, taking time out your schedule, man. Um. And, and even outside of you being the vice president of UGK Records, man, I don't even peep me out, man. You got a lot of good stuff going on, man. And we'll probably touch on that toward the end of the call if we got time. But on a label perspective, man, in, independent labels, man, like, because I know we got a lot of artists on the line that think they got labels. You know what I'm saying? Um, what's some of the real, like, from ground up kind of advice you can give the artists out there? potentially wanting to start a label as far as you know like you're the vp of operations so like i know that's a very important role in orchestrating the day-to-day with the label how important is that structure and putting the right people in place man we're running an independent label um like ugk records man the, the, the structure is very important um you know, first and foremost, man, just just remember the work is going to be hard. Don't be disillusioned by what you see, what you read. You know, it's going to be hard work. Knowing that you're going to be not only be an artist, but you're going to have to be the boss as well. To pull things together when you step out there and say you run your own label, you got to count your own dollars, you got to put together your own budget, and then you got to go after the money and get it. Um, you know. We're at a very unique situation right now because, in all honesty, we are rebuilding as a label. Uh, we took some very serious blows over the last couple of years with the with the loss of the pimp. Then turned yeah. around and lost Mama. So, um, you know, it, it, 
And so that's another factor that you take in place of the dynamics of the family or the friendships or the crew that you started with, watching other people come in. Um, so there's a lot of things that goes into play and will have effect on what you do day to day. But being independent, as hard as it is, is probably the right move to make, but it will take some time to get there. It really will. Yeah. Okay. That's real tough. Yeah, and, and that's what people don't understand, man, with the indie label situation. Like like you said, man, that, and that's another one of the things I was going to touch on, man. Like, is it worth being independent, though? Is it is it worth it? You know what I mean? In the long run. You know, you know watching how the time... Now, there was a period of time that being independent was the way to go. But that is when the big music companies and the big machines were signing artists. They're no okay. longer signing artists. They're signing companies, pretty much. 360 yeah. deals and everything else. So until you're able to get in the door, until you're able to make that real money, and that real money is the money that is left after your advance. And that's yeah. why we get lost. We sign the deal. We get the advance, and we think we'd have made some money. No, the money is after you to pay back that advance, and after you to pay the bills that's going to be you know, stacked up as you're making this money. Yeah. How do you make that money if you have time and if you have the finances to go independent? That is the time. But jumping out going independent when you have not been able to cover your debt to your various debts to whoever you're owed is not the right time. So in today's time, you know, man, as, as Greg just said from CSAT, you get out here, you love the craft, and you make your money. If there's an opportune time for you to go beyond that, definitely take it. But until that time presents itself, you hold your ground, man, and do what you love doing. That's real talk, man. Absolutely. I got Let them go ahead, man. How do you get business? All right. I got a couple of questions, Greg. And, and my mine's, mine's have to do with music industry, but it also has to do with the art of hip-hop. Um, of course, you know, I'm from the South. I was born and raised in Florida. I grew up off UGK music. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and I'm I'm literally fans of the group UGK, fans of of, of, of the of the brand. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah, it's kinda fun. Yeah. It's kinda it's kinda weird, you know, when you when you finally um it's it's funny, uh, like earlier we we told the artist, and I just want to say this real quick to the artist, you know, you never know how some some of your dreams uh come to fruition, you know. I've always wanted to just, you know, of course, as an artist, I wanted to do a verse. I wanted to get a verse from Bun B and I want to do a feature with PMC. And you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, things yeah. always come full circle. And, 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 and right now, I'm still right now on the line with a brand that I created talking with that same yes, exact sir. brand that I wanted to, that I dreamed about collaborating with in, back in the day. So just put that out in perspective, artists. You never know what's going to bring you to get to you where, where you want to go. I say that to say this. The brand of UGK is um, is pretty much legendary in the South. How do you protect that? Yes, how do you how do you protect the legacy? And, and I know what uh, the early demise uh, of Pimp C and I know Bumby is still going on. How do you? Because branding to me is more is, is is frankly more important than the music at this point. You know what I'm saying? The music is important and you got to have the music, but it's it's nothing without the brand behind it. The branding is, is to me seems is more important these days. How do you protect the brand of UGK all this time to where people still recognize it and respect the brand of UGK, not just the music? Because we know we understand that the music in, is, 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 is tied with the brand is what brought the brand about. But how do you protect the UGK brand and keep it relevant and keep it profitable right now? 
You know, man, I'm glad you asked that question because you protect it by telling people hell no. You protect it by a lot of <laughs> nights and a lot of headaches. But and but first and foremost, you protect it by saying thank you a lot. You you always remember that that brand became because of the people that supported it. So yeah. just like I say to you, thank you for listening to the pimp and the bun because if it wasn't for you, this brand would not be. And then the other way is like pimp used to say, you protect it from the boo boo. You know, it, okay. it has been hard telling a lot of people who thought that. You know, they were the hottest thing smoking. That no, you're really not. And you know, and that was one of the things Pimp used to always say. If you really down with this cat, be able to tell this cat the truth. So we protect the brand. And and then another thing is, you know, just like Pimp and Bun, you know, when they was doing the albums, they were never rushed to do a project. They always done it on their own time. They always made yeah. sure the creativity was there. And then when they released it, they only wanted to deal with the fans, their base that they knew. And then if they could reach further, they would. But they wanted to make sure that base was taken care of. So it's, it's, it's really been hard. I mean, as you already know, there's been very limited amount of music or anything associated with UGK Records over the last couple of years. Um, but but we are in the process now. He has uh, um, his oldest son that is producing as and released the track on SoundCloud in December, um, the anniversary, um, see his birthday actually. Um, we have his youngest son who is actually in UG Kids Underground Kids. Um, oh, their project. Like uh, oh yeah, their project. Lowercase <laughs> G's. Him and um, Trilla Trey. Uh, Ice uh, 7000 is doing good So you know pull them up on iTunes So you know the, the family Because this is who the brand Belongs to um, Their uncle Bun and You know it, it belongs to C's family and Bun and, and so that's who we protected for So his children can look around And say this is my dad And this is what he left for us um, but just to, just to hit on what you said about never knowing where your footsteps and your dreams is going to take you. Cause I try, I never try to be more than I am. I was pimp and buns driver when I originally met them for several years. Then because I must probably touch on it later. I, I was, I was doing security. So I, I started doing their security, but at the same time I was doing pimp security. Um, that was my daytime job. As I said, I mean, maybe my nighttime job. In the daytime, I was setting up businesses and running nonprofits. So when yeah. he got ready to do UGK Records, his mom asked about the paperwork. Was it solid? And at the time, there was no paperwork for UGK Records. Mm. Mm. C was screening it. We was putting out projects. But that's a different world that you live in when you talk about paper and money. So there was no yeah. So we immediately locked it down, created the name. So that's how I moved into the process of being the vice president. Just first of all, playing my role, understanding what my role was and playing my role and being able mm -hmm. to offer more when it was time. Yes, sir. Well, I, and I, I think that, um, good, no, no, I think what you, what you said was important because you, you even, even, even someone as big, you know what I'm saying? Or a brand as big as that. And it's widely known. It's, it's, it's funny that you said, you know, the, the paperwork, you know, we had we had to make sure that we had to get it right. And it, people just assume a lot of times 
that uh, brands, you know, when you when you hear something that is always uh, good to go. But uh, I can tell you from my own personal experience that K100 Radio took off so quick for me. It was a lot of things that I was actually behind on. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you never know. That's why yeah. it's good to have your business and everything. And I'm talking about from your from your trademark and your copyrights, everything done because you don't know when it's going to pop, and you don't want to get caught out there. With it popping off and you ain't even got the paperwork right. You ain't even got your everything set up correctly to get money. You know what I'm saying? And, and that happens to Good so job. many people. I meet a lot of people who have great brands and they're smart at marketing and they're, and they're talented at music and, they, and, they, and they're popular. But the paperwork isn't right. You know what I'm saying? And, and I just want you to ask, just attest to this. When you step into Universal or whoever it is that you guys may work with on a large scale... Those those people want the paperwork right. Am I right, Byron? You know what I'm saying? No matter how popular oh, you man. are in the hood, no matter how many niggas fuck with you in the streets, no how many people know how, know how, know how many dope boys know your lyrics, at the end of the day, the buck gonna stop if your paperwork ain't right when it comes to certain people and certain entities. You're absolutely right. And and it's two ways. Because either the buck is gonna stop because they understand that you're not handling your business, and that's what I mean by they're signing businesses now. Right. Or and just speak the truth. They're going to put the money behind you. You're going to make all this money for them. And then they are going to file the paperwork for your business. Your name is gone. Your brand is gone. Someone else owns it. So all the money you just work hard for goes to someone else because you did <laughs> mm. not protect yourself. Right. Mm. I got one. Mm-hmm. I got another question. Tell me, tell me, tell me something. This is this is why I like having um, people like you on the phone line, because, you know, the, the the industry is crazy. Give me give me some examples. I want yeah. people I want people to learn, but I also want them to hear the real life shit. Give me an, give me an experience that you that you can tell us about uh, UGK, uh, Pimp or Bun or whatever, where the business side because this is what this whole call is about. The business side wasn't correct, and it cost them lots of money. Well, um, well, perfect example. Um, Pimp and Bond signed not a project deal, but they signed, I mean, they, they didn't sign a year deal, a yearly deal. They signed a project deal, uh-huh. which means they had to deliver so many projects before they could be out of their contract. Okay. Mm. And then there's some deals out there that are yearly deals. You can sign for five years, then you can renew for five more. So that's one of the ones as well. And in and, and different situations and different scenarios cause you to do different things. So understand, at that time, they moved forward with what they was doing because they was fresh out of the box. They had a couple of indie projects, but like you say, they was in the face of this major labor, giving them money. It was time to move forward. So that's one, understanding exactly what you're assigning. Another thing that really kills us that I done, that I done hit on previously is that advancement. You know, we get this money and we, we go out and we buy the jewelry and the chains and the cars, not understanding this is advancement money. Right. Advancement, yeah. a.k.a. loan money that you're going <laughs> to yeah. have to yeah. pay back. Right. So uh, we get yeah. out of there and you don't move the units. You don't move the units to the point to where when the project is finished and the lifespan of the project is over, you still owe the record company. Because you did not match or exceed your advance. If you get the Pimp C book, his biography, and you read it, the federal government says that Pimp died owing millions in taxes. 
which uh-huh. is a lie. But they said it. <laughs> right. Because at the t- yeah. But at the time you read the book, it's because as we was moving through things with, with, with UGK, the record label was charging things back to them oh. at the same time. Uh-huh. You know, so know the paperwork that your label is filing if you're not in control of your own stuff. Because, you know, some, like I say, somebody else can do something completely different than what you think they're doing. And at the end, you're left holding the bag. So it is very mm-hmm. important to know the business of what you're getting into, as well as being an artist as well. Exactly. I got one more question for Good you. Talk. Now, this right here, <clears throat> this is going to, this may, this may change lanes a little bit. Uh, but I think it's important. I think, it's, uh, and, and I'd like to hear your opinion about it. Uh Coming from, a, from, from, from UGK, a group that's legendary in the South, what do you feel, and I know Pimp C was, Pimp C himself had became just beyond, just outside of UGK, Pimp C himself had become a brand. You know what I'm saying? He was a brand himself as a person, mm-hmm. and then he had, of course, UGK behind him. Um, what do you feel when it comes down to artists and hip-hop artists and this is not a music business question but it can end up affecting your life which is of course going to affect your business you know what i'm saying because your life may depend on this uh we've got hip-hop artists right now and in hip-hop there's a big controversy with the uh, early demise of a local artist here not i don't want to say local but an artist that's based out of atlanta uh that just recently died and um he was killed and it's brought up a lot of talk about how hip-hop and how the and how hip-hop brands and how hip-hop artists are held to street cred and i know that when it comes down to when, when somebody says something about pimp c bumby or ugk or whatever street cred goes a lot it goes a long way in in brands especially in southern hip-hop street cred is very important you can win off street cred with no talent a lot of times honestly you know what i'm saying how do you feel yeah. Yeah. being a brand like ugk uh how important do you feel street credibility is to your brand and what do you feel about hip hop in general, especially in the South, where cats feel like they got to maintain a real live, quote unquote, street image in order to make that work? But then that same street image or those same tactics could end up getting killed. What do you got to say about all that? Well, starting with the, with the UGK brand, uh-huh. you know, our, our brand was developed and supported off of the quality of the sound uh-huh. and the realness of the music so that was our credibility it was it was never built off of the street gangsterism of it um you know people talk about UGK it's because of the trillness of the sound and the music and the, and the real lyrics that Pimp and Don spoke because you know it was an interesting dynamic to see the brand of UGK and then as you say see Pimp go off and become his brand and definitely as um, um, the Trill OG Bun B went off and became his brand and then to watch them come back together um, and the other piece you know not only in music but in sports and every place else we continuously seeing our men our young men and women fall victim to this thing called sweet credibility if you yeah. made it in my opinion, the best way you hold on to your street credibility is to go back and make sure somebody else is going to make it. That's mm. the real gangster. Right. You know, being out here, and I'm not saying that this is what people are doing, but it, if you're coming from the streets, that's cool. That's fine. I walk down a couple of lanes myself. 
But when I go back to those same lanes, I'm going back to look for the next person that can tell the success story. They made it from the street. I ain't going back to hang on that corner. I'm not going back to stand in that trap. I, I will walk past it. Now, I'm not too high to go past and speak to my guys because understanding that life is what helped make you. So you can never turn your back on it. Yeah, you understand your position has changed. Right. You are not that soldier anymore. You have moved. You may not be the boss, but you damn well as a sergeant or a lieutenant. You somewhere beyond from where you started. And if you don't understand yeah. that, if you don't understand mm -hmm. that your mission is to move the pendulum forward for everybody. And I think that is where we're lost. And we also have to look at our leadership because most of the people in the game makes the lyrics, love what they do, and make the money. But there's nobody there to say, these are your next steps. So only thing we know are the streets. So we human nature reverts us back to what we know. So it has to be somebody in that person's life to say, okay, you can't go backwards. You need to go forward. And it's not about losing street cred. It was about building a bigger street, to be honest. Right. So so if there's nobody to speak that into that person's life, that's how we continue to lose our people. Exactly. That's a um thank you for those words. Yeah, I, that was I, real. I think that yeah, you know that was I, real big. Yeah, I want I, I just felt like I know this is a music business conference call, but this business of music and there's a lot of hip hop artists who don't who who want to intertwine you know what I'm saying? A lot of things in the business, in the music business. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, listen, that has no. Listen, we understand that you are who you are. I'm not here to change anybody. I'm not here to tell anybody not to be themselves. But I just want artists to understand that this is the music business. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's not the people yeah. want to treat it like the music hustle. But at the end of the day, the music hustle will only get you so far. But when you start talking about people cutting you checks. $100,000 checks, million dollar checks, oh, it becomes a business. And no one's playing games. Yes, sir. No one wants to be hustled in business. You know what I'm saying? It's called, it's called a music business. That's all right. Um, I, I got a call real quick. Someone wants, wants to uh, ask a question. Let me take this call real quick, Muggs, and then I'll come right back to you. All right? That'll work. Yes, all right. Uh, let's see here. Area code 314-724. Welcome to k one Radio. Who's this? Yo, yo. Peace and blessings. This is Firewater Red Star, the ride of movement. What's going on, brother? Thank you for calling all me. All right. Firewater. What's going on with your boss, man? What, what's going on, brother? To be honest, man, I just called. My bad. I just called in to um, just to salute Blizzard, man, and um, just to say thank you, brother. And and UGK, like you said, man, I grew up on that too, man. Every time I say the word trill, I know where it came from, man. R.I.P. Kemp, man. Riders never die, and and I salute y'all, and it's a blessing just to be right here. I don't have any questions, man, because I'm just humble enough to just listen to everything that y'all giving us man and and like i say i salute y'all I, I salute blizzard man for creating this avenue for artists that's smart enough to tune in to tune in man because i done learned the gang of shit tonight so really man i just want to say thank you man and y'all just keep doing what y'all doing bro i salute you all right Fire, well, I louis, appreciate it, brother thank you for sure yes, man Absolutely. St. Louis checking in. Shout out to Firewater Red Star, man. Shout out to St. Louis in the building. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you this. Uh, well, no, go ahead. You had a question, uh, Muggs. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I was just kind of touching on, you know, like you were saying, this is a business, man. It's a music business. And like I said, I've been following Byron and I'm bumping to him a few times and been seeing the way he operate and move, man. And, um, you know, Greg Smith just kind of touched on it how, we, I was a part of a movement, man. We was at the state capitol building. 
You know what I'm saying? And I know I got an email from you, Byron, man. You doing, you over like the whole campaign right now for Hillary Clinton. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the Atlanta area and stuff like that, man. So like, how important, like people say, you know what I mean? People talk about it in a, in a, in a loosely way, man. But politics really does play a real part in all of this, right? Like, like at the end of the day, how important is politics to the music industry and, and, and the opportunities that can be provided for us through 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 politics and stuff like that right now, man? You know, man, you know, I, I, as he was talking about, I, I am an elected member to the Atlanta Board of Education. And I like I remember Pimp all the time used to say, man, we just look like this. You know, so uh, yeah. uh, either people, yeah, yeah, man, right. either people know my music side or they know my political side. So politics is is is, is real in everything that we do. I remember when I was running, everyone knew of my community activist activism, and everyone knew the things I was doing in the community, but did not know about my music side. And one of my opponents, this was when Facebook just started. Everybody had a Facebook page. One of my opponents went on my page, and they found the UGK connection. And then that's when it hit the fan, man. This was 2011. Um, hit the fan. Uh, all of a sudden, I was unqualified to run. Now, out of five candidates that was running, I was number one. And I was leading the pack. When the music information hit the scene, I became <laughs> number six, really. I dropped completely off the screen. Everybody said I was unqualified. One guy in the, um, in the, in the newspaper said I wanted to put all the children in videos and... Um, I had the state teachers union that was supporting me. They pulled their support. I never forget, man, it was a Wednesday night, six o'clock news. I was story number one. Pimp was story number two. And the mayor was story number three. So me and a dead man beat out the mayor of the city of Atlanta because it was about hip hop and the music. Wow. Um, yeah, that's crazy. You, you know. And, you know, so what I done is, you know, my staff, the money dried up. Everybody was ready to go. And I asked them on a Saturday morning to drop me off in my highest voting precinct. And they done that and I sent everybody home. And I spent that entire day knocking on every door. And every door open wanted to talk about me and music, not about the school system. And, and wow. I told them, you know... My son knew who Uncle Pimp and Uncle Bun was, but could not recite one lyric from UGK. At the time, my son was mm. seven, I believe. But he could recite a clean version of Cool Mo D, LL Cool J, Run DMC, because it is up to you as the parent what type of yeah. music you put your, your children around. I used to tell Pimp all the time, I couldn't take you nowhere. Because your mouth is going to fly open and everything come out of it is going to be too trill for certain populations and some <laughs> certain age groups. <laughs> yeah. so, so we went on and we pushed forward. But as I told people then, getting back to what Muggs was saying, they would condemn a Chad Butler for being a pimp C. They would mm. condemn uh, uh, um, a Bernard Freeman for being a Bun B. But it's yeah. okay for Arnold Schwarzenegger to be a Terminator. Mm, you know, on, it's okay man. for Al Pacino to be a Scarface. Right. Because they can separate the two. But when it comes to urban young men and, and the image they portray, for some reason society can't 
separated. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, so we kept beating that bush, and I kept telling people, you know, we have always talked about changing the lyrics of rap. To be honest, and this is what goes back to this street cred stuff and what combines the two. To be honest, our rappers only talk about what they see. Come on now. So if you really want to change the lyrics of rap, change what our people see. Come on now. And I, and I finished that to say, I don't know, we continuously blame children for surviving in the world that we as adults created. I don't know mm. one child that closed the rec center, one child that defunded out the school program. I don't know one child that's able to make the decision for the scenarios that they have to live in. So the campaign that took place over in, in the Capitol was good because they need that excitement to save music. When we talk about budget cuts, the first thing that go are the arts and sports yeah. programs. Every time. That's real talk. Every you know, time. Every time. You know, so it's, it's, it's a, continuously, a continual effort to keep the music in our schools. But at the uh -huh. same time, they would turn around and say, but look what that rapper is doing, or, or look what that 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 hip hop gangster is doing. Not understanding that just as classical is an art style, country rap tunes is an art style. Come you on know? now. So and so so it's it's as they they want something, but they only want it their way. So it was it was really surprising to see y'all over at the Capitol, man, hanging out with Governor Bill. But at the same yeah. time. It opened a door for us to step through, and I'm glad yeah. that you was in the place to step through. Yes, sir. That's what's up, man. Most I, I, man. I think you said some real stuff right there. I think, I think, and, and yeah, I man. hope everybody take away from what he's saying that is your your public persona, your lyrics, or whatever. Even if you feel, even if you feel like it's justified or it's right or wrong, at the end of the day, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. People will judge you. Uh, you know, for your public persona, you know what I'm saying? Now, it's up to you to separate them and it's up to you to live the life, um, you know, that, that you want, you know, to that, the way that you want the world to be. And you can rap about streets and everything like that. But at the end of the day, it's not, you didn't make it this way. I didn't make it this way. But it's been this way for hip hop artists. And artists need to understand and, rem and remember that and, and remind themselves of that. I'm not telling you not to do what you want to do. I'm not telling you to change your lyrics. Cause I damn sure wouldn't change mine. What I'm telling you is be aware that this is the way it mm -hmm. is for hip hop artists. It's been that way since it was that way for UGK. Probably going to be that way for you. So just keep it all in mind and keep it all in perspective. It's very important that you guys don't lose sight of that because this, again, this is the music industry conference call. This is the music business. You know what I'm saying? So you have to understand yes, all aspects of it, how things are perceived. And even if, even if it's not the reality, still perception matters. Perception, like, like he just said, the perception of him made people pull out, pull out money and pull out sponsorships. The perception, this is a business. Keep everything in mind. Yes, you know what I'm saying? You want to yes, get booked. You want to get booked all over. But every time you go in somewhere, fights break out. Man, you you know what I'm saying? Everybody. Every yeah. time you go somewhere, somebody getting shot. Well, then certain people ain't gonna want to book you no more. Even if you ain't, you know, even if you feel like you a good dude, it matters. It's not. Maybe it's not all the way right. It, it ain't the truest shit, but it is what it is. And I think everybody needs to. I wanted to make sure I, I, I touched on that. You know what I'm saying? Because um, again. 
I'm a, I'm a fan of of, of UGK of, of Pimp C and Bun B. You know what I'm saying? We playing some of that as soon as we get up the Rest that peace to yeah. the pimp, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, so I wanted to make sure everybody understands. Yeah, I, 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 but I wanted to make sure everybody understands the importance of. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know what it's like. You know, being legend, being legendary. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna become legendary like those guys, at the end of the day, it may be a couple of things that, you, that that come across your path that you don't like, and that's unfair. But it will come across your path. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's not you, it still can. Even if it's not them, these these they're good dudes. But look, it's, they still had to deal with it. He still had to deal with it. It's really yeah, important. Sure. It's really important that you guys understand that artists understand that public persona and perception matters in the music business. It can affect your check. Can affect your check. That's yes, all I'm saying. Definitely. Real, <laughs> real talk. Go ahead, Muggs. You got something else before we yeah, close? Man. Yeah, man. So check it though, Byron. Again, man, like like you said, I know y'all trying to protect the brand. And I know I'm sure y'all got a couple things in the woodworks, man. Um, this is kind of, you know, I know if it was me, and I mean it still is kind of for me too. But at the same time, for the people listening in, um, on a couple different levels, man, for one. Are y'all looking for any talent right now? Looking for artists in particular or for the artists that y'all got over there already on the roster? Are y'all looking for songs or any kind of material? Like what UGK Records looking for right now or in need of, man, from an artist artist and and creative standpoint right now, man? Any opportunities over there, UGK Records, for people that might be listening in right now? You know, yeah, man. You know, as I said before, we are actually in the in the process of rebuilding. So I am looking for any and everything, you know, because you never know what you're going to get. As I tell yeah. people, as, as I judge the open mics, man, if that crowd don't necessarily like your, your, your product, don't get discouraged because the world is much bigger than that crowd. So, mm, so come on now. I, I, I never tell people that this is what we're looking for and I'm not looking for that because I never know what I'm going to get. But I will say this. If you send something, make sure it is of quality because once again, we're talking about a brand that was built on quality. Now, yeah. we understand that it's not going to be A1 produce or A1 mix because if it was, then you would need our help or our ability. But make sure it has some quality. I will tell you, I am definitely looking to change the world because uh, R and B artists coming off of UGK Records is going to blow people's mind. Uh-oh, so if you are an R and B artist, send me your work because that's personally what I'm looking for. So okay. we can get the country rap tune R and B artists out there. There we go. Y'all heard. Y'all heard that. All right. Y'all heard it right here first. So all my R and B artists, all my producers that's working yes, with R and B artists. You know what I'm saying? How yes, can they, how can they get that to you? Come up with some hits and get an R and B singer to, to to knock one out for you, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yes, definitely sir. gonna shoot, shoot some stuff your way. How did they get yes. it to you? How did they get yes, it to you, Byron? How, what's what, how did they get it to you? It's easy, man. It's my first name, Byron. B Y R O N 1972 at Gmail. You know, Byron 1972 at Gmail. Um, the Instagram is um, um, UGK Records. The Twitter is um, UGK Rec, R E C V P, UGK Rec VP. And then it's Tony Snow Management um, as well on, on Twitter. Tony Snow M G M P. Um, so you can find me if you're looking for me. 
Um, yes, so yeah, sir. send it in, man. Email it, send it, tweet it, send it up by smoke signal if you have to. If you got something <laughs> hot, get it to me. <laughs> and he always in the building, man. If you're here in the Atlanta area especially, he always at Harlem Nights, man, for all the Coast to Coast Live events. Um, all the open mics, man. He Byron is in the streets, man. He in the streets. You can't miss him. You know what I mean? Uh, that's how I done ran into him several times. And um, I just appreciate you jumping on the line with us tonight, my man. For real, man. Appreciate you jumping on the line. Like like Blizzard said, man. This is legendary. Something I can put in the in my, in my history books now too, man. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. Pimp C or, or, or Bun B directly, but it was the UGK brand, man. I'm in touch with that. I've been able to, you know, connect with that, man, on a personal level, dog. So, man, I, I pat myself on the back, man, and thank God for this accomplishment, man, myself, though, tonight, man. So we appreciate you being on here, bro. Man, thank you very much for just giving the opportunity. And like the brother said, who called in, man, thank you to you guys for just opening up this type of platform for, for the back and forth knowledge to be shared for those who's out there who may feel as if they're lost in this music game to actually find some guidance. Um, so, yes, man, uh, just thank you for everything you're doing and your crew doing. And definitely K100 Radio, man. Everything from from all of the open mics with Tampa Mystic and everybody else, man. I've seen you guys in the street as well doing your things. And, of course, Muggs, dude, you, you're in more places than I am, man. Man, so, uh, we're I trying, bro. Look to match your yeah. energy one day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, we're going to bring it together, man. we all working, man. We're going to work oh, it yes, out, uh, Appreciate it. I appreciate it, Byron. Thank you for calling in to K1 Radio, man. Appreciate those words of support. And big ups to you, brother. I wish you nothing but the best, bro. Thank you, man. Y'all hold it down. Peace. All right. Yes, sir. Likewise. All right. Yeah. Uh, another one in the books, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Really, really, really great call tonight over here at K100 Radio uh, for the Music Industry Conference call. Of course, if you miss any parts of tonight's broadcast, you can catch it on our SoundCloud. Matter of fact, I may have time to upload that joint tonight. If not tonight, it'll be over there tomorrow uh, within 24 hours. But if you miss any part of the conference tonight, of the conference call tonight. Of course, if you miss any of the other ones, they're over there right now. Go to SoundCloud.com, SoundCloud slash K100 Radio. All of them have been great so far. All the MIC music industry conf- uh, MICC Music Industry Conference calls have been great. Muggs, what you got coming up? Are you going to South By? Man, I'm going to be in the building, bro, the right. 14th through the 19th. I'll be down there. I'm hosting a couple showcases. And, man, I got the Grammy Block Party, a couple of VIP boats things going man people got boats and everything going on out there boat parties and yachts and everything so i'm gonna be on the ground man shaking and baking i'm gonna be looking for k100 and we're gonna link up oh yeah you know we're gonna be out there man i gotta i gotta shit i ain't know about the damn uh the, the boat party you gotta i gotta talk to you i gotta text you after this nigga. yeah yeah i'm gonna send some info, bro the, Grammy, <laughs> man, the grammy's got a black party at the okay. whole season man. Right. It's gonna be live down yeah there, that's what's up man we're well, definitely man yeah, so it's going um, down man you, you know we, we've got that going up uh going on um next month we're gonna i'm gonna try i'm putting everybody on notice if we do next month uh it won't be the second tuesday because the second tuesday is actually spring break so you know time with the kids over yeah, here so we yeah. may push it back a week or something but if we do it next month it won't be the second tuesday it may be the third tuesday or something we have to may, may have to switch the dates on it uh for the uh, music industry yeah, conference yeah. call for next month but we'll we, we plan on doing it may just not be uh that second weekend because that's spring break and i'll i'll be on the road uh but other than yeah, that man you know what i'm good. saying uh hey, make sure you guys uh 
contact us, hit us up. Of course, at Mugs a Million, Mugs underscore a million. Uh, if you're rocking with K One's yep. radio, you should be able to easily find Mugs a Million uh, in contact information because we've been blasting it out. Of course, K One Hundred underscore radio. Uh-huh. Uh, on IG and Twitter. Make sure you guys hit us up. I appreciate everybody who called. A lot of people have been talking in the Facebook uh, in the Facebook room yeah. about they, they were listening and, you know what I'm saying, and getting some good yeah, information. Yeah, it's been going uh, on. I'm getting yeah. notifications everywhere. Yeah. Instagram blowing up. Yeah, yeah. Twitter blowing up, yeah. man. Going yeah. down, man. So yeah, a lot of people. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Giving us a reason to keep on coming back with exactly. this thing. And uh, if y'all got any input on special guests, that y'all might want to request or hear from and any information yeah. that y'all want to, topics that y'all want us to specifically touch on come up coming in April, man. Shoot us there on, shoot me a DM or a message on the, on the Instagram, man. M-U-G-S underscore a million. Or you can put it in the uh, Facebook group right now, the K100 uh, M-I-C-C group. Music industry conference call. Hit up K100 radio. Yeah. And y'all just stay tuned, man. Y'all keep keep checking us out, man. Keep sending us the feedback and the comments. And we listening, man. Appreciate y'all, man. For real. Absolutely, man. God is good. For sure, 90 man. Seconds. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to K100 Radio. We really appreciate it, man. Again, K100Radio.com. That's where you can go find all the links that you need to download our mobile apps. Again, we're live 24-7, man. So it's not just uh, the music industry conference call. Tune into the music. Tune into the mix shows. Tune into the other talk segments. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tune into everything man, over here at K100 Radio, man. We got hard, a lot of... Boy. Yeah. DJs is going hard the, the, on K100. I'm trying to tell you, man, do not, don't sleep on our DJs. And trust me, we, we, we breaking music. You you think it's new? It yeah, ain't they, new. We've been playing that shit a year, probably by the time it hit. Seconds. By the time it hit yeah, FM, uh, a lot of times you, get, you know what I'm saying. So that's shit ain't really boy. new. We 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 break music over here at K100 Radio. If you want to hear new shit, you know what I'm saying. So rock with us, man. We really appreciate all the support. Uh, subscribe to our email list uh, over there at our website, and just connect with us on all social media, especially SoundCloud and YouTube. I see you guys out there on the grind, man. We really appreciate it. Of course, you know we got to end this thing. Uh, of course, with some UGK. You know what I'm saying? Some classic UGK. Shout out to UGK. Shout out to Byron. Shout out to Greg Smith. Shout out to Mugs a Million. We out of here, man. The MIC Music Industry Conference call. Again, you missed it. SoundCloud. Follow us. Do it now. Let's go. Yeah. We blazing non-stop hip-hop and R&B. What's up? K100 Radio. 24-7. Got a pocket full of